Today is Friday, November the 19th, and you are listening to the Grain Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Score Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my very silly co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Silly co-host? Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And it's okay to be silly if you're silly in a good way. Keep telling yourself that, Jeff. <laughs> so, we had another busy week here at the Elevator, and lots going on in the market. There were a lot, lots of movement in the market this week. Uh, the market wasn't, yeah, wasn't quite as, uh, wasn't as up as last week, the previous week, but it was definitely volatile this week. We had some up days, we had some down days, we had some good news to drive things, we had some negative news. So we where had, did we end up? We had some no news days, so corn flat, down $2. Soybeans were really the start of the week. They were up $10 on the nearby, $7 next year. Hard red spring wheat, oh, there's been so many great weeks, but it was down $13 this week, and winter wheat was up about $6. So it's up and down week. Uh, let's look for some reasons on why, say the bigger one, soybeans. Soybeans were up $10 in the nearby. That sounds pretty good, but we closed this week at 563. What was the high this week? I think it was at, what was it, Doris? 571? Yeah, 570 or 571. And if you also remember, 570 was where we started October 1st at. And then the market went down, 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 back a little bit, down, and back up and down. And now it's taken till November the 18th, which was Thursday, to get back to the 570. Uh, and then it closed here today, it pulled back down. So it's, you know, it was great to see things come up. So let's say what's been driving soybean prices lately. Uh, the soybean oil has been strong all year. Demand for vegetable oil around the world with palm oil and canola oil in short supply. Soybean oil has definitely been helped. Uh, but the other side of the crush margin, the soybean meal, it seemed to take off this week. It was the star of the soybean sector this week. Why, Jeffrey? Well, Argentina supposedly is in short supply. U.S., they're needing more soybean meal in their rations for hogs and uh, chickens because of a shortage of, I can't even remember what the micronutrient is that uh, they have to put in. Sorry, I just can't think of it. Not a nutritionist, but it comes in soybean oil or soybean meal. So that's really helped. The soybean uh, complex, it's, it's pulled soybean prices higher. But then on the negative side, Soybean exports are still down, like last week they were saying they were down 33% from last year. Oh, they've had a gain this week because now they're only down 32%. So <laughs> much was of a small, small purchase there, right? Eh? Yeah. Well, China actually did make a bunch of purchases this week, which, uh, was, which was good, but not enough. But there's lots of rumors that China's buying from Brazil, both old crop and new crop. An old crop is the big strange one because this is normally the U.S. time of cheaper soybeans mm -hmm. than the Brazilian ones. And but and also on the negative side, Brazil is looking at a potentially looking at a record crop this year. They're planting early, early, getting the soybeans in in good conditions, and I guess acres probably be up, and they'll they're thinking they might have a record crop in Brazil. So that's. 
That's a big negative for prices for next year. So let's look. Where are prices for next year for soybeans? Five fifty-five. Five fifty-five. That's uh, I think that's a good number for people to start at. For sure. You know, it's uh, a couple of years ago under four hundred dollars. So uh, remember four thirty our customer day two years ago, and that was a, a great price at the time. Five fifty-five, a great number to start at. So there's things happening in the soybean market. Corn market, you know, it was kind of flat this week, but uh, you know they were saying exports have been down in the corn market, but you know those exports are only down six percent rent today. But, but China really only came to the market to buy corn what last year, the year before? Yeah, they always. It's strange how they need corn, and but they were projecting these sales to China mm -hmm. this year again, which they haven't had. They said uh, read today China hasn't bought from the U.S. since the spring. They're buying from the Ukraine, a bunch of sales announcements this week from the Ukraine, uh, just under uh, a million tons of corn purchased this week from the Ukraine. And the funny part, what I read in that article was that corn from the Ukraine is more expensive to China than corn from the US. So why would they buy corn from the Ukraine instead of the US if it's more expensive? Well, two things, what I read, there's always political motives with Chinese purchases, or it seems to be. So maybe that had something to do with it. And I also read that uh, China doesn't like how the U.S. announces the USDA requires exporters to tell them so they can announce when large sales are made, because they say that drives prices higher, which we know it does. Sure. China's buying and then prices go up. So is this a way of just kind of slapping the U.S. in the face a little bit? And even though they had the the virtual summit, you know, between Biden and President Xi, or I think that's his name, isn't it? And uh, from China, so they 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 had their virtual summit, and there was one little talk that all that I could find out where they talked about agriculture, and I think in that part Biden supposedly said you know we want you to live up to your previous commitments you've made to us in purchases and what do you think china said pretty much just how you did it you shrugged your shoulders dolores and that's pretty much china's they said oh yeah whatever you know don't worry about it <laughs> and was that enough to that actually rallied the market the day after that but then it came back down so it's pretty strange how that worked out and uh, the wheat side U.S. wheat, like I wrote about it this week, uh, it's too expensive on the world market, mm -hmm. so they can't export. Even if, if world stocks are kind of low, we talked about it last week how the Russian wheat's still the cheapest wheat out there, and now they're talking some drought issues where in the winter wheat areas, maybe there'll be uh, still a short supply next year, so that should support wheat going forward. So we've kind of hit on the big three. There's things happening and not much happening and it's funny how the market will say one day it will take off because of this or that and then pull back to the next so it's not uh the markets are strong but what's your feeling jeff they're strong but but how much higher can they go it's Always a question, what did we say last week? Markets can always go higher, but they can always... They can always go lower. They can always go lower. 
great prices out there. Doesn't hurt to reward the marketplace when prices are good. And uh, this for direct ship customers too, you know, like for next summer through the winter, you know, north of $300. It's just amazing, really. Uh, some other things driving our market, you know, oil prices are pulling back. So both China and the US have recently released some strategic reserves of oil into the marketplace to try to cut down the price of oil. And it's did it, it pulled back like $3 today. So our oil price is pulling back. They're under 80, like down to about $76 a barrel. And were, what, our Canadian dollar followed? And our Canadian dollar followed. So our Canadian dollar closed today uh, just under 79 cents US. And uh, you know, it's been over 80 here a bunch of days. So it's, that helps local basis levels. It's just be interesting to see where those markets will go forward. And uh, we all know oil, oil prices are too expensive as it is, or at least at the pumps and that uh, are too expensive. Hopefully they will come down. Jeff, do you think, uh, do you think that we're going to feel any effects here in Eastern Ontario from all these floods in, in the Fraser Valley? We were talking to someone today about um, like helicoptering feed into the to the ones that maybe aren't flooded but they're they're surrounded by floods so they can't get anything in or out do you so, think that'll help drive commodity prices or do you think that won't well it's i hate to say it's almost the other way because with the train system being down the railroads they can't export western wheat mm -hmm. western crops that would normally go via train to the port in vancouver yeah. So, or other ports out there, so they they're having trouble. Like that's going to be a logistics nightmare. Sure. Getting those back going, so that's a that's a big negative to prices. But even forget about the prices. You have to feel for those oh. farmers and other and people. But you know, especially the farmers. We're farmers here. How you see those pictures of dragging cows out through the water and chickens and stuff. You know, like. Uh, however much it rained like 10 inches in 12 hours or something and then all the water coming out of the hills and stuff so it's very scary um uh, great thing for anybody to support and some cash donations i i really hope the military gets in there and helps out uh, with helicopters taking helping all those communities and the farmers that are in need their need of some short-term immediate help so absolutely but talking about donations, well, let's talk about local ones that are needed. So we're still running with our November campaign because it's still November. <laughs> couple more weeks of this. Or, well. Are you going to shave your mustache off in December or are you going to keep it for a while? Oh, yeah. I'll keep it forever, forever and ever. Especially since... Uh, Do you hear that, Patricia? <laughs> or at least until my wife tells me to take it off. So, <laughs> so yes, we are participating in November this year. And we are donating $50 for anyone that grows a mustache and sends us a picture by the 15th of December. You can also participate by donating directly uh, to the cause. The link is on our website and social media pages. And again, thanks. Thank you to everybody who's already made a donation directly Absolutely. online. So that's, that's been uh, awesome. Yeah, that's great. And we're open all weekend. Uh, here at the elevator that's course. the plan unless it rains <laughs> yeah let's keep that rain away for a while let's get some good weather for people to get finished up soybeans 
I only know of two or three people have a little bit of soybeans left, uh, but I'm sure there's more than that. Uh, but hopefully we'll get this weather, everybody will get them cleaned up and the corn. Uh, For sure. There's still lots of corn out there in areas, but it's getting cleaned up too. So let's make some progress, people. So. Thanks for tuning in and, uh, and joining us this week, and we hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next week, and uh, I think we'll get the big kahuna on next week with us, Dolores. What do you think? Well, you promised it, so I guess you'll take care of making sure he's here. Let's make it happen. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.